You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Oh, here we are on a Monday, apparently a rainy Monday, and I'd like to thank Al first and foremost for running down and paying the meter for my car. Did I have a ticket on my windshield? No ticket, Jerry. Good oh, job oh, by you. All right. Well, no, bad job. I forgot oh. to pay the meter for the first 20 minutes. Well, then you got 20 minutes on the city for free. Good I job did. by you. You know what? Not the worst thing in the world. Jerry, today I put out a uh, a Twitter poll, which I am I want to do more Twitter polls. I enjoy Twitter polls. That's yes. where you, you put the things out and people vote on things. Okay. And um, I put who was the angriest person on the show yes, of that. the staff. Yes, so I only put you, me, and Eddie. Right. And Mike Carver, who works here, he's a producer, or he works over at the he network is. now, I believe. Yep. I think he produces a Pharrell. Uh, he wrote, uh, how could you put Eddie on the list? Nicest person, nicest human being ever. Uh, that's not true. I said, you, we see a different side of Eddie. The biggest myth at WFAN is that Eddie is the sweetest person. Because we see a different side of Eddie. Yes, we do. He's no different than most of us. No, he's not. He just, he's everybody's uncle. Right. He's more tolerable of people wasting his time. Agreed. So for that, he gets a nicest man award because if you stop and talk to Eddie, you can take two hours straight of his time and he will not show any sense that it's bothering him. Agreed. He will sit there and talk to you right. like he actually cares. Right. So, for that reason, he gets nicest guy. Right. But we have seen the other side, the real person, Eddie Scazzeri. Right. Many times. Yeah. So, uh, you were winning that poll early on. (laughs) Early on? Yes, early on. How about a landslide? Well, (laughs) I haven't checked the stats, but I set it up as a four-hour poll, so I look forward to that. Uh, Secondly, you were out in the hallway when uh, uh, Craig and Boomer had asked me to go get John Minka. Yes. They wanted to talk to him about his morning show days from many years back. And uh, Minko, you were there. You witnessed Minko wouldn't even look up at me, just said not interested. He said, I mean, literally zero interest. Zero. And I actually don't disagree with him. Right. Because coming in here, there is nothing good that is going to happen. But nothing. They, they made it seem like he he was, he was gave that reaction to me because it was me. No, and that's which I don't. I, I didn't feel it. I didn't take it personally. That was why I tried, you know, jumping in and saying he just didn't have any interest in coming in. Yeah, because it's kind of what it was, mm-hmm. and it wasn't going to change. That was it. He did not want to come in. 
And again, because what's the upside? Right. He gets FaceTime on TV. You know what it's going to turn into. So did Mike really not tell you to promote us? Or you know what it would have been? Right. It would have been something along those lines, and he's putting himself in a no-win situation. So and I, th- I think he did the right thing, actually. And then people also said that Minko needs uh, a good hour when he gets in just to calm down from the commute. That he takes yeah. every possible commute, like he takes a car to a train, to a tr- to, to a, a subway, subway, to yeah. a walking. It's and a, it's a long walk. It's enough. It's, it is enough. Right. And it's raining out. That you Cold just and said. rainy. So does this guy want to all of a sudden jump right into a no a well-lit studio and into what he did not know what he was walking into? Right. So I kind of, I don't disagree with him at all. I would have stayed outside. Too. You're on his side on this I was. I, you right. know why? Because I love Mink. Sometimes he's a beaten man because he doesn't want to say the wrong thing. Right. And walking in here, nothing good would have come of it for him. Right. So I, I think it was the right thing. All to do. right. Jerry, I got this letter, a handwritten letter from a man named Alan. Alan lives in West Haven, Connecticut. All right. A handwritten letter. And as he writes to me in this letter, this is his second letter. Uh, dear Mr. Duke. Well, that's the first problem. That's my name is name. Alan. I have uh, been a big fan of Mike Francesa for around 10 years. Okay. And I listened uh, every day. Right. Uh, I'm just, it's a little hard to uh, read. Uh, every day. handwritten, huh? Yeah. I listen every day of the week to Mike, and I heard Mike is leaving the show at the end of the year, and I will, I like him a lot. He is knowledgeable in his sports facts. I'm writing to you, as I have in the past, wondering if I could get you to get an autographed picture of Mike. Why is he writing to you and not Monzo? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. This is a perfect letter for Monzo to handle. Yeah, just hand it to Monzo and let him handle it. Just hand him this handwritten letter? Yes. Is All there right. an address on there? There is. Good, let Monzo handle it. This is not your problem. Alan you have and West to deal with, with Boomer and Craig. You don't right. need to deal with Mike. But I wonder if he's such a a ten year fan of Mike, how would he think I could get I could procure this autograph? I have no idea. Autograph picture. He, I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know. It would be pretty awesome. Uh, oh, I would really appreciate it if you can do this for me, so I can put it in my house. Please, please try to help me out with this. Were you a big autograph guy? No, no I wasn't either, unless. Like, I'm not interested in the autograph that's purchased at a store. Yeah, no way. I'm not even interested in the autograph that someone gets for me. But if I get the autograph for, like, my kids or something and they're with me, Mm -hmm. I think that's cool. Especially if I can take a picture of, like, we've got uh, one of our softball games last year. I got pictures with them with Mariano Rivera and him signing a ball for them. I think that's neat. That's all well and good. Anything else, though? eh. Do you have any that you still have in your home that you got no, yourself or no, someone got for you? Um, no, I don't think I do. I mean, the mm. only autographs I have now would be what the kids have gotten. You know, like Phil Mickelson signing uh, a flag. I don't think it was called the, maybe it was the Barclays tournament. I thought it was called something else, but when they played up in Westchester and Matthew was three, I had a picture, Kim took the picture of me holding Matthew and Mickelson like a foot from me signing the flag for him. I thought that was neat and he was talking to him. That was kind of cool, and that's something, you know, that's a little different than going by and then buying a flag that yes. got Nicholson's autograph. How do I even know? That's the other thing. How do you really know that they signed it? Right. And what does it matter? It does not matter. Of course. It's a signature. So be it. Right.
So for this poor man, if you can't get Mike to sign it, Al, if you don't want to stay late for him or give it to Monzo, just sign a picture of Mike and send it to him. And just send it along his way. All good. And I'll say something like, uh, I'll use one of Mike's sayings in the autograph so the kid feels like this was authentic. On the fan. On the fan. I'll write, no more F-A-N, no, I don't and think, then sign. I, see, I don't think he'll believe that then. Oh, okay. I wouldn't don't think Mike's signing things, no more F-A-N. Oh, he's not doing that? No more F-A-N. I don't mm. think so. Okay. I don't think so. Mm. I could be wrong. I have a, a David Letterman signed dollar bill. But did you get it? I Were got you there? it. Yeah, well, so when I went cool. to the Letterman show, right. they said if anyone has anything for Dave to sign, give it to me and I'll get it signed. And no, I had it on me was a dollar. That's kind of neat. And then my friends got me a Stuttering John autograph. Ah, but you weren't there. I was not there. So does that matter? Does it count? And I also have a Baba Booey autograph that my friend got it me. It doesn't count. I'm sorry. It doesn't count. Not the same thing. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way as so, well. Now, have you ever been tempted to spend that dollar? No. Like before you became rich and wealthy and famous. No, it's and only you a were dollar. Kind of struggling as a salesperson in Florida and you really had no money. Did you ever be like, you know what? I really need those Twizzlers. And the only thing he had left was a dollar signed by David Letterman. You're like, you know what? F it. I need the Twizzlers. Or think just to put that dollar in circulation just to see if anyone <laughs> notices, like, what is this? Or believes that it's really signed by yeah. David Letterman. A David Letterman autographed dollar Does bill. that dollar ever get back to David Letterman? Now, that would be cool. That would be an experiment. Can I sign this? That would be this? a documentary. That would be kind of cool, hmm. actually. Where does the dollar bill go? Yes. Do you ever think about where all the yes, money's I been? Yes, I do. Like, who's done what with it? Right, and bizarre it's been in, right. or worse. <laughs> Speaking of uh, G-string, I drove by the Gogorama you in did. New Jersey uh, By the, the way, other I'm day. not happy with you. All right. I mean, in fairness, you 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 were relatively close to where I, I lived. I was. We conversed in the morning via text. We did. About specific towns you might be interested in, you might not be interested in looking at. So you knew I was vested in it. Right. Right? I'm looking out for you. That's true. You actually got in the car and were relatively close to where I live. Yeah, I got off your exit, actually. Nothing. No not phone a call. call. Not a call. Hey, you want to have lunch? Could I stop by and say hi? Nothing. Yeah, I was looking at some neighborhoods, Jerry. So I live in Basking Ridge. My gal is in Spring Lake. Right. Spring Lake is too far of a commute for me. So I'd like to get somewhere closer between New York, where I work, and Spring Lake. And my suggestion to you is Matawan Old Bridge. Matawan Old Bridge, Aberdeen yeah, area. Yeah, Aberdeen's good too. So I was going in those areas. Right. But then I got to thinking, since those are areas close to your town, could we all move into a house together? I would be in for that. Me, I would pay you guys rent. So you want me to buy a house with an apartment attached to it, and you'd pay rent? Or just a larger, one of the larger bedrooms, you I would be, say. But you need to have your, your 40... Seven Something years old. Yeah. Are you 47? 47. Jeez. Don't don't say it like that. Um, you need your own entrance. My own space. And exit. And I need some space because if you're rocking things out at night, I can't have that too close. Right. So that would you would need your own. Okay, my own entrance. That's fair. So maybe I fix up a basement for you with your own entrance. That'd maybe be like nice. Your own pad. Yeah. And uh, then I, I just pay you guys rent. Considering we are in the market as well, looking. To move, we could certainly, and looking in the Old Bridge, Matawan area, mm -hmm. uh, perhaps we could effort that. I'll tell you some towns that I looked in just so that people could tweet to me, tell me how terrible the towns are. All right. All right. Now, again, I'm taking into account mainly the commute to New York and the commute to Spring Lake. That's all I'm taking into account. Right. You're trying to cut each of them in half. Right. 
So I looked in Parlin, New Jersey. I like how you say that. I think Parlin. I think it's a nice way of saying Sayreville because it's like kind of a part of Sayreville, and for Parlin. some reason Sayreville doesn't have a great great reputation. Although I don't know why Bon Jovi's from there. Okay. Uh, I looked in Keyport, but that's a bit of an interesting town. Was, yeah, was hit by Sandy. Parts of it, yeah. Parts of it. Yep. Um, looks like an old town. Yep. The places near the water, though, seem pretty nice. Very nice. And the restaurants there are overlooking yes, the water. very the nice. great bar scene. Mm-hmm. It actually is a very cool place. Yes. Uh, and then I looked in the Old Bridge area, Old Bridge Township. Old Bridge is enormous. Aberdeen area. Yep. yep. So that's where I looked on day one, Jerry. Okay. So don't tell me that those towns suck or why I should never live there or that's terrible. Don't scare me out of places. But if you have other suggested towns, I'd be willing to hear you out. Got it. So that morning I was texting you, asking you about various towns, at which point you would tell me which towns you thought were horrendous and which ones were viable. Right. I had my opinions because I've lived in the area my mm-hmm. whole my You whole sure life, have. Essentially. But... Uh, again, you didn't call, and that's fine. I, mean, I didn't call. I don't want to bother you. When we now, got off what the... if I was in Spring Lake on a Saturday? All right. And I didn't just check in and say, hey, you want to grab a bite or a drink? But you, you were, were, if you were enjoying your time there, that would be different than looking at homes or condos I and suppose. things like that. I just, here's what I know. It goes back to the whole, we work together. We do. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. It's we enough. work together, and then we go our separate ways. Right. And it's all good. We do these podcasts. It's uh I mean, all of us. I don't mean just me and you. Right. I mean, me and you and Eddie and Bob and Boomer and Craig. And, right. You know, I still believe if one of us quit tomorrow, we'd never speak to the other one again. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. If, if you quit tomorrow, are you ever going to hear from Boomer again? Boomer, probably not. Right. Craig, I think for about a month you might. Um. Yeah, I would say yes. And then I think it kind of fizzles out. Hmm. As you're living down the shore, he's in Manhattan. He's right. still doing his thing. Within six weeks. I'd be Al, working on talking some about the guy that used to produce the show. Terrible radio show being Boomer. Could we get you? That's a few minutes on Tony Romo joining <laughs> Fox. <laughs> exactly. I want to, oh, one other misnomer. Too. Yes, a misnomer. I don't like when Craig does this. This okay. is misinformation, and I don't like it. Fake news. When Sad. They're fooling around about who's going to replace Mike Francesa. Yes. Let's be crystal clear. The idea that me and you would have a chance to what do that if we went percentage? to the higher ups, I would say zero point five percent. Mm-hmm. Right. 0.5. Now, and here's part of that. Oh, I don't know. It's afternoon drive in New York, and I have not done a, a real talk show in, I think, 2007 was the last one I All did. Right. And I did a lot of them in 2004, 5, and 6. Maybe 06 was the last one I did. I do talk shows or pre- and post-game shows for Rutgers, for the Dallas sure Cowboys do. on a national level. National. Right? Say what you want about Columbia Online. Fair enough. But we have not done a full-scale talk show. I haven't. In seven years. When was the last time you did one? I haven't done one. Right. So the idea that we have any chance to ever replace Mike, there is no chance. And if there was a chance, and I'm not picking on you by any stretch. Okay, Jerry. This is a fact is a fact. All right. If you're going to work afternoons yes. on the fan in New York City, I don't know. Do you think it would be important to watch every Met and Yankee game? Definitely. You have any interest in doing that? Well, I like to watch some of the Mets games. No, 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 no. I didn't say some. I said all of them. Let me ask you this, too. Would I have had to have been watching this uh, NCAA tournament? All of them. Yeah, as much so as you could. I don't know what's going on. You have no interest in basketball. I listen, I'm being fair. I listened to Moose driving in. He was breaking down the sure. the uh, uh, North Carolina game. 
I didn't know what he Which, was by the way, talking about. Which, was one of the best college basketball games I think I've ever seen. Yeah. And I watched it start to finish yesterday. You have no interest in college basketball. And this, that's fine. Right. There's nothing wrong with this. You don't like college. I don't like whatever. I don't like college hockey. I mean, there are things we don't like. Yes. You have no interest in the NBA. That I do not. Which, when the Knicks are good, you have to do the Knicks. Yeah, you would need to know that. Forget hockey. No one talks hockey to the playoffs. But let's call it like it is. You have no interest in that job. Oh, probably not. So let's stop with the goofiness. I like this job and the 15 minutes before Boomer and Carton come on. That's fun stuff. Fine. All well and good. And I think the morning could be a little longer, but I understand why it's not. Right. So the idea that Jerry said he's not interested or we're not capable of, I don't know what your capabilities are. I know what you like and what you don't like, though. Right. Let's leave it there. Is that fair? That's very fair, Jerry. I think that's very fair. I'll tell you something I do like then, Jerry. That's my Sonos system. Now, what is Sonos, you might ask? Because you have no idea, do you, Jerry? No, I do. I have them myself. Oh, you have them? Yep. Uh, so Sonos is a, a speaker system that connects to your Wi-Fi, and then you have music throughout your house, Jerry. You can put speakers in your bedroom. You can put them in your kitchen, in your bathroom, in your bedroom, in your office, in your living room, in your dining room. And then you simply download the Sonos app, and you can choose what music, what talk shows, what podcasts you want to listen to in each individual room or you could turn them all on to the same thing all at one time. I was on uh, Sunday. Yeah. I was getting ready for the day. And I grabbed my phone and I popped on the Sonos speakers for myself in the bedroom and also in the office because I was kind of up and down mm-hmm. uh, with clothes in the laundry. Uh, I get back upstairs. I get dressed. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short. And you know I do this, and I know it drives you nuts, but there's one specific radio station out of Los Angeles that I love listening to. Yes. I had that bad boy going in, in stereo yesterday in the house to where my kids who were outside came in and said, what are we doing in here? Like, why, my 12-year-old, why is it so loud? Well, listen, I'm rocking out. That's right. what I'm doing. So. You love alternative rock from the 90s. I do, but it's more, you know what? That station plays even today's rock. Like, they had 21 Pilots going. Okay. You know, so you can get the Chili Peppers, you get the 21 Pilots, and everything in between. I think it's a good station. And the fact that I can get that app as part of Sonos and the speakers, tremendous. What I do is when I get home, I pop on on the Sonos, uh, my favorite financial advisor talk show. Then I feel like I'm learning something while I'm doing nothing at home. I think it's fair to say Sonos makes you smarter. Yes, Jerry. And you can check it out. Where do you go? Sonos.com. And I'm spelling that S-O-N-O-S. Sonos.com. I like it. Jerry, this is the type of thing that uh, when people go, why don't you live in the city? Or isn't New York the greatest city ever? Well, I found this in the newspaper today. New York Post, actually. Let me give them credit. There's a woman on the Upper East Side known as the Spitting Lady of 77th Street. What does this mean? She is a homeless woman who spits on people. (laughs) That's pretty much what that means, Jerry. (laughs) There's a quote from, uh, they're trying to get a petition to get her, you know, from off the street spitting on people. Yeah. Quote, this woman is not only a nuisance, but she is a threat as she is assaulting people vilely with saliva. She mainly spits on children. Oh, even better. Good Lord. While also hissing and yelling at them. There's a a petition up on change.org. The community is tired of nothing being done. NYPD arrests other assaulters, so why not this? 
Imagine being the spitting lady of 77th Street. No, I couldn't. No, thank you. Hmm. I'll pass. You My know, voice, I'll pass. When I worked at WNEW, uh, we were up there on 57th and 7th, I believe it right. was. And there was a uh, there was a, a homeless gentleman who would uh, stand outside the uh, NEW building, and he would uh, sing opera. And it is, in fact, the person that Adam Sandler created, Opera Man, the character he did on Saturday Night Live, he did after this guy. Right. How about that? Yeah. No kidding. Although I'm sure the guy was totally oblivious to the fact that Adam Sandler created a character around him. Hmm. I would think but he at least probably would be. Opera... That's like, oh, this is culture of New York. The spitting lady of 77th Street. You know what that I'm not me? for. The fact that you worked in Midtown. Yeah. Knowing you the way I do. I know. It doesn't make and again, sense. Let me just let me say this, because if you're not, if you're just listening right now, there is a poll right now on Twitter that Al put up mm-hmm. about who comes across as the angriest of the staff, me, him, or Eddie. Right. Which I am running away you're with. You're winning this one. And quite frankly, you might be the angriest oh. of all of us. You usually fly off the handle the quickest. Very quick. And I don't think you argue with that. Nope. You even You even admit that. Yes. You going to Midtown in rush hour. Yeah, I don't know how I did that. Where I imagine you were on trains and subways, and when you had to drive in, had horrendous traffic. It had to have taken you an hour and a half in and an hour and a half out. I did trains and buses. Herds of people. Terrible. You sitting on a bus with a stranger next to you? Oh, yeah. What type of life was this? The only good thing of that one was the bus stop stopped right outside my condo in Woodbridge. So I didn't move my car at all during the week. Oh, that's good. That was pretty awesome. That is kind of neat. But you still had to get on a bus with other humans that were going to sit next to you that either may have smelled. They did. Might have wanted to talk. Yeah, you would smell the various items that people would bring on as their lunch for the day. I mean, God, how did you get by? It was mostly a lot of people that smelled like garlic. You can't take a stupid person wanting to ask yeah. them a dumb question. You fly off the handle. I guess I was more tolerable back then. What, what's happened? What's changed? Um, I get Success older. Success has blown your head up. No, huh? probably I think as we get older, we get less tolerable. I suppose. That's I what I think. I mean, you're not 90. Not yet. I'm getting there. You're half, reaping well, up. Can oh you God, imagine you're me? More at, than halfway there. Yes. Could you imagine me at 90? No. I mean, the most miserable. No. Person, you you would be just brutally angry. Although I might be one of those guys that when they retire, all of a sudden is like feels relaxed. Perhaps, but what are you? You're not stressed about anything. Oh, I'm stressed, Jerry. About what? I don't know. Kramer, what are you stressed about? Well, like my dad, when my father retired, yeah, that guy changed. Very calm. Okay, but your father had a family to provide for. Oh, right, a family of he five. Had ridiculous bills to worry about. Probably, yeah. Might have helped you guys with college. Had daughters. He did. You got paid to think for college for a wedding, or at least I paid part for of the a weddings. Wedding. Yep, yeah, those those things. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like a jackass here. So very similar upbringing that I'm nothing. having. <laughs> you have no responsibility other than yourself. Jerry, you did hear I'm looking for another place to live, right? Your responsibility is making sure that the alarm clock goes off at 2 o'clock every yes, day. thank you. Beyond that, what are you... Hmm, yeah, so hope, what or who are you responsible for? Yeah, I'm just saying, when I retire, is that going to be a burden <laughs> lifted? Here, you might be more stressed out when you retire because you're not going to know where to go or what to do hmm. every day. I probably still just drive here every morning. <laughs> but now, not a terrible idea. I'll tell you why. I have a friend of mine whose father has been retired for 20 years, and he is now 88 years old. 
He is still looks great. He's still active. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, he still gets on the same train he used to get on to do his banking. He would get on that train to come to work, mm-hmm. even though there are Chase branches in New Jersey and, oh, I don't know, around the corner from where he lives. He gets on the train to go to the same Chase branch to do his banking three days a week. I like it. Just to have somewhere to go and something to do. And he still has friends that live in Manhattan. He'll have lunch once in a while after he does his banking. But he gets up, and he's got a purpose. I could see you coming to the radio station. They won't let you in at that point. Hmm. But I could see you just kind of making your way to Hudson Street, trying to find some parking, go make yourself your, your turkey sandwich, back in the car, go home, there's a day. I'd probably try to get up here at the station and find some young kid and be like, let me screen a couple of these calls. All right, but you got to get in the building first. Oh, I'd have to get in. I think at that point, you are not going to be welcome. I'd say I'm on the list. Uh, Probably not going to work. Those guys downstairs work hard. I don't think you're going to make it. I'll point to my face. I'll go, this is my day pass. That's the day pass. Yeah. And they'll say, and you are who? And you are... Who now? Hmm. What? Hmm? Fair enough, Jerry. You realize, though, how close we are to retirement? Have you thought about that? I have. Not that I far. I have thought of it. Not that far and yet far. I suppose, except we started working in our early 20s, which means we're well beyond the midway point. Right. Retirement could be like 10 years away. Yes. Not that far. Not that far. Although. You're right. I guess I see it more with kids, how fast they grow up. You, you don't. Oh, right. I don't have children. <laughs> as we established. Yes. <laughs> Jerry, I don't know. Are you the type of guy that would get a uh, vanity license plate? Uh, no, I, I would not. Like update guy or something like that? I uh, know. I would not. You would not do that? Correct. Well, there's a man in uh, Canada who has for years had his last name on his license plate. Okay. And he got it after his father passed as a way to attribute to his father. He just simply put his last name on the license plate. All right. Well, he went to renew it. And uh, the uh, Canadian DMV up there rejected it. Why? And said, uh, your license plate is offensive to women. What did it say? His last name is Grabber. Okay. Spelled out Grab Her. That's how he spells his name? Yeah, Grab Her. And they find that offensive. Yeah. And they will not renew his vanity license plate. I can see why. Yeah. It sucks that that's his name. He also applied for poker in the rear, but that is also not going to pass. I don't know if I believe that part. Well, that's fake. That part's fake. Oh, that was fake. Yeah. That was your hilarity. That was me (laughs) doing a zinger. Now, explain. (laughs) Like if I was like writing jokes for Johnny Carson in the 80s. Do you write those like when we do the warm up? No, I did not write that. Oh, gosh. That was just in my head just now, Jerry. I do Uh, write down notes for the warm up show. Stupid. Because there's st- there's still some pressure doing the warm up show. There it is? is actually on the radio. It is on live. The radio. And by the way, people hear it and people like it, which is people awesome. do hear it. Yes. Um. So I'm winning. There's well over a thousand votes now. Oh, nice. What uh, percentage do you have? This is funny. I'm over six. I'm sixty percent. I'm okay. going to be the winner. There's no one even close. So if you've got sixty percent, how are Eddie and I splitting the forty percent? Eddie has twenty six percent. You have fourteen <laughs> percent. Are you kidding? And then I love this. That's this awesome. from this guy on Twitter. I remember when Jerry once cared about being on the show. <laughs> I fly overnight and come straight here after doing games on literally no sleep, and I don't care about the show. You know what? F you. <laughs> you hear that, sir? God, it is unreal what people think. 
I got to go. All right, Jerry. Uh, Warm-up is next. It was terrific because it was a Monday, and we did some good stuff. See you. It's the Boomer and Carton Warm-Up Show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good Monday morning to you. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So, good weekend. Uh, I don't know if you watched it or not, but the uh, game yesterday between North Carolina and Kentucky might have been one of the best basketball games I've seen in a very long time. Kind of capped a good basketball weekend. Good weekend, Jerry. Why are you laughing? No, I'm just saying, good no, no, basketball you know, you're weekend. smiling as if you kind of like, eh, whatever, nobody cares. Well, what I took away from this weekend is kind of weird that the Carolina is really not great states in the country. They both have a team in the Final Four. That's what I took that's away. Where, that's where you're going That's with what this? I took away from the weekend. The fact that well, first both, of all, that'd be like both Dakotas How going. about this? How about South Carolina has never been there, so never. good for them and oh, their head good coach. Job. And how about this? Their head coach was rejected. I would, I'd love to know where you'd go in this scenario. All right. He's been married to his wife for 11 years. She rejected him then? Seven times before they got the first date. Really? Now, would you be, would you like to go out with me? No. Okay, I'm out. Seven no's or? Seven no's. He asked her seven times to go out with him. She no, said I'd no seven times. That sounds desperate. <laughs> well, what she probably was... throws that in his face like when they get into a real big fight. I didn't want you anyway, you pig. <laughs> seven times. I should have the eighth time said, no, thank you. I'm fun. Uh, yes. They've been I'm fit. 11 to- I've got a hot body. Take me on a date. That's how he uh, eventually sold himself to his wife. Um, yeah. Whatever. Also, did you happen to see, Jerry, uh, South Carolina fan uh, Darius Rucker? You might know him as Hootie. Yeah, I saw this on the show sheet. Okay. He was crying. Well, whatever. What do you mean? You, saw, you you brushed it off. He sang a song about the Dolphins making him cry. You only want to be with you. And now... He's got to do another song with the Gamecocks making him cry? Maybe. Hmm. But I wish I loved something as much as... Grown men crying at their sports teams you love do. their sports. I really Can do. Can someone come in and steal Al's phone? What do you mean? <laughs> You'd be crying like a little girl. If I lost my phone? <laughs> oh, my God. If you couldn't log on to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and you didn't have your phone to text, you'd be you'd be in the fetal position Not true. in the corner. Not hey, true. Hey, Al, the Wi-Fi's down. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Life's ruined. Yeah, he was, like, really caught up by this, uh, okay. this hootie. All right. Listen, you've got your quirks. He's got his. This hoodie has nothing to do anymore except sit home and count his cash. And now he's going to these <laughs> Carolina games. Well, isn't he a country music star? He's a. Oh, that's right. He did transition so, to country music. He's got things to do. He's very busy. Yeah. So that's what I took away, uh, Jerry, from the right. big NCAA weekend. You took a lot away of nothing. That, a lot of nothing. That actually. two of the four teams left are from the Carolinas. So what? By the way, what are the Carolina chances? is one of the greatest teams of all time. Right. So what's the problem? I'm just saying, kind of weird. It's not weird. And two, Darius Rucker was crying well, about again, South nobody, Carolina. Nobody cares about that. Well, I, I would think, well, a lot Aside of people from do. You, well, the Hootie does. fans. Nobody he still does. sells out. Country music also. Great. Huge role around nobody the country. Cares. Oh. And then Devin Booker, since we're on basketball. Yes, basketball. Had 70 points the other night. The he, Suns played in Boston. He plays for the Suns. Now, they lost. They did lose. Yes. And I was seeing that some of the uh, Celtics players were not thrilled that they were so excited about a game that they that the Suns lost. Well, how about the fact there were people, and a lot of them in the crowd, that were very into it as well. This game was in Boston, and I'm not going to say he was getting standing ovation or anything, but it was pretty obvious when he was getting into the 50s and 60s, uh, 60s and Boston was going to win the game. The game was never in, in doubt. The, the crowd was into it, so they might not have liked it, but their fans certainly did. 
Do you think uh, when Devin Booker got in the locker room after the game, he said, I, I did my part? Yes. What is I wrong do. with the rest of them? No, you? because they fed him the ball over and over. And he, you know how many shots he took? He took a lot of shots. How many? 41 shots. So this 70-point game. Fugazi? No, no, not at all. Or not Fugazi? Not at all. It's legit. He was, I think he was 21 of 40, so he took a lot of shots, but he made more than 50% of his shots. He made his free throws. Did they force him the ball in the fourth quarter? Perhaps, but it's no more Fugazi than Kobe Bryant's 80-point game. from. Okay. <laughs> 81 points. Of, I don't know. And he's rehearsing for the show, which begins at <laughs> 6 p.m. I forgot to switch the bank. Oh, I see. That was machine guns instead <laughs> yes, of Fugazi. I, yeah, it was supposed to be this. Fugazi's. Fugazi's. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, a lot of the Celtics players thought it was Fugazi's, so and they took to Twitter to say, oh, say such things, Jerry. By the way, speaking of uh, NBA players with things to say, Patrick Beverly plays for the, the Houston Rockets. Yes, he's I'll terrific. He called NBA players that need to take rest games off a disgrace. Disgrace. So we're starting to see Harden said not the same thing, but he pretty much said he, he doesn't believe in that, thinks it's kind of a joke. You get paid to play basketball, go play basketball. He has said it. Westbrook doesn't take days off. Now, Beverly has come out and said it. There are many coaches that have come out and said it. So all of a sudden, the likes of the Cavaliers and the Warriors who have done this, not in such favorable uh, thoughts, if you will. And by the way, the Cavaliers, who have rested several times and lost some of those games, are now only percentage points ahead of Boston for the top seed in the East. How about that? I like that, Jerry. And it reminds me of uh, f- fragile athletes, one of which is here in New York. This is Stephen Matz. I know. What is go- it, I don't know. I don't know. These makes me furious when guys are injured and sore. I, and I think he's doing what they tell him to do. I do believe they, they tell these guys... If you've got any issue, you've got to let us know before it becomes serious. Now, they had him looked at. There's no structural damage with the elbow, with the ligaments. It's all fine. So, which means his arm was a little sore, I guess. He's got elbow tenderness. That's all I was thinking the whole time when I just kept seeing elbow doing tenderness. doing Peyton Manning commercials now? I don't know. Uh, Gazelman <laughs> so is, is going to be in the rotation now. Yeah, and yeah. either Lugo or Wheeler yep. as the fifth and guy. And they pitched today, so I don't know if that will make all the difference. But the fact that Lugo pitched in the World Baseball Classic and pitched really well, pitched really well last year with the Mets, I would think he's got to be the guy, doesn't he? Yes. I mean, you could put Wheeler in, I suppose, but I would rather start Wheeler later in the year. He's only going to have 125 innings. Why would you start him in April? I told you by the end of June, the Mets rotation is going to have one guy that you recognize in it. Who's that? DeGrom Syndergaard. or Syndergaard? Syndergaard. I suppose. Harvey will be out next. Like, that's the problem with Harvey's baseball. starting to pitch well, though. You know, the velocity's coming back. Yesterday was, I watched a couple of the innings. He looked a little bit more like himself. Gave a couple of runs, but six innings, not bad. I think they're going to be fine. They have a lot of depth, and they'll be okay. One other one on baseball. You're going to love this. You love a good athlete-eating wacky stuff story, right? Yeah, the wild and the wacky. Are you familiar with the name Yon Mankata? Mm, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> that was smooth, though, he's by a, you. Well, he's one of the – I probably didn't even pronounce it right, but he's one of the, he was one of the big prospects, or I guess he was a Cuban player that the Red Sox signed. They wound up trading him to the White Sox. He's since he's come to the United States, he's discovered something he never had before. Twinkies. Oh. He is on average and still is. And of course, he's another guy. He looks fantastic. He consumes on average 85 Twinkies a week. Nice. His biggest week on record that he said 224 Twinkies. 
How is that even possible? Well, his insides have got to be falling apart if he's eating 900 Twinkies a weekend. That is, I mean, 224 divided by 7 is what? That 30 a day? Wait till he gets a load of the Chocodile, which is the <laughs> chocolate-covered Twinkie. He's going right. to love that. Has he had that. a yodel yet? Yeah. Or a devil dog. <laughs> that was funny. Hmm. I, it just, it's amazing, and it's such good shape, too. It's really crazy. And then your, uh, your boy, Jerry, uh, Tony Romo. Now, we all thought I was going to be one of the first things in free agency that was going to get settled. Right. It's still not settled, and now uh, CBS, in addition to Fox... He's chasing I down saw that. Tony Romo. I saw they want him to replace. I, well, I guess Fox. I'm Boomer Esiason. <laughs> no, 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 no. As a game analyst, oh, Eddie, game analyst. I oh, think okay. Fox wanted him to replace Lynch. I yes. guess that, those were his thoughts. Their thoughts. He'd be with Kevin Burkhart, right? And then I don't know where CBS would slot him or I with who. Know. I don't think it would be the NFL today. They sure like quarterbacks on the NFL today. <laughs> I think it would be as a game analyst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as a game analyst? I, Screw Phil Sims! I think so. And well, by the Phil way, Sims is this out. is music to Jerry Jones's ears. Because he doesn't want to release him, or does he want to trade him, apparently? So maybe he could go to TV. And then I saw over the weekend where the Broncos said they were not, quote, pursuing him. Right, well, if they were, they'd make an offer. They haven't made an offer. There have been no. Tra- I don't think there have been any trade offers from either of those two teams. I think both are waiting for the Cowboys to cut him. So who knows? Still a lot of time to go. They could be a June 1st, yes. Which broadcaster would you replace Tony Romo with. We're going to take a quick, what? If you if you were pulling the strings, Jerry, at CBS, who would you dump for? I think they're all fantastic. Quick oh. break, Boomer and Carton in a couple of minutes on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, just a moment, Boomer and Carton. Quickly, North Carolina and South Carolina did win yesterday, advancing into the final four. North Carolina beat Kentucky 75-73. Luke made the game-winning jumper with three-tenths of a second to go. You've got the Mets with a split squad today. Marlins and Nationals, Wheeler and Lugo will make the starts. The news on Stephen Matz that we touched on already. The Nets did blow out the Hawks 107-92, and the Rangers lost to the Ducks 6-3. to Stars beat the Devils in overtime 2-1. Uh, one or two final stories. You have the Bruce Arians story. Go. Yeah, I saw this over the weekend. It reminded me of Boomer, actually. Uh, Bruce Arians got a, a torn rotator cuff after Larry Fitzgerald hugged him after their Christmas Eve game against the Seahawks. Was it a hug oh, and body slam? me of you? Because you broke you Mark me? Chernoff's ribs. Didn't you break Mark Chernoff's ribs hugging mm. him twice? You no, hug and I, squeeze. I, I did, and I almost broke your ribs playing molecules on the elevator. Well, you separated my chest bone or something well, there you go. from Let's the muscle. Let's get physical around here. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's get physical around here. Physical. 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 Let me hear your body talk. Body talk. Body talk. And how about, Jerry, what do you think of this uh, Michael Irvin telling Ezekiel Elliott that he needs to uh, act, you know, more appropriately being a cowboy? Didn't this guy have, like, do the worst? I would, yeah. say, I would say that was somewhat hypocritical. Now, he's my partner. <laughs> not hypocritical. Hold on a second. Something. That's not he's hypocritical. He's mind. I he's, love him He death, learned from his, his ways, mind. just like A-Rod is trying to teach ah. people in Miami about this the stupid stuff he did. Is all set for this. 